Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show, and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you'd like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you write the script. I'm your host, Mark, and we got Christian. Every day, every day. Every day, we hustle in Listener Lore stories to the people. (laughs) We don't get paid for this, though. And the people didn't ask for it, but here we are. (laughs) You're going to get it anyways. (laughs) Uh, Today, we got a story by Peter. And uh, it's called Machine Speaker. He submitted this to the Black Library. Um, there's some kind of like uh, intro stuff here that he kind of submitted. It's very neat how he kind of formatted this. Yeah, it's more, it's very, uh, it looks like an article. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, yeah, like a White Dwarf article. Cool. In early 2004, I began working on a narrative campaign that would include the entire range of GW specialist games for my gaming group at an L.A. battle bunker. The clash would begin in orbit above the Idolis cluster with Battlefleet Gothic. The result of those skirmishes would directly impact who made Planetfall first and how the epic players faced one another with grand armies, while nearby tables played out critical segments of the conflict in either 40k or newly released Inquisitor range. Each sub-faction had unique victory conditions, which often pitted them against allies, even as they faced. Yeah. Shared so enemy. We, we've talked about this kind of idea a lot, where it's like, yeah, you yes. see all that together. Yes, he's living the dream. Every uh, hobbyist dream to have Warhammer in every scale and play consecutive games that uh, have direct impacts on each other. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've tried a couple, we've done like the planetary tiles and stuff, but like we never got like too far, you know? Yeah. And even that, like you didn't do the whole like orbital campaign and like, yeah, the different scale. 
Yeah. yeah. Very cool. No, doing, I love narrative campaigns. That's the one thing. I'm not really a fan of the tabletop component. Like, I like the hobby, but definitely a good narrative campaign. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Another 10. Failure to launch. The logistics of it made all coordinating with friends and strangers next to impossible. Still, in my heart, I knew the idea was sound. Even now, many of the GW redshirts who helped me contrive some of the rules still remember the whole exercise fondly. So it all came full circle. I'm writing it again, and I've come back to those ideas. And I've come back to those long-loved ideas with renewed purpose. A grim, dark everyman. I've long wondered: Are giants and soldiers all that all that serve the emperor? If not, could someone be plucked from untold billions in the forty-first late millennium? Someone unexpected become a hero? It's not an easy question. The Imperium of Man is an empire of unmatched enormity. In the Emperor's name, the godlike Astartes and the near-infinite men and women of the Guard defend over a million settled worlds scattered across an endless star-filled sky. Are giants and soldiers all that serve the Emperor? Yeah, it's cool how he formatted this like the White Dwarf. Yeah, it's legit, it's legit like almost an interview with an author and like yeah, about highlighted quotes like to emphasize a point. Mm-hmm. Sure. What would the Imperium's average citizen have to do to stand out in a galaxy that devours its young? Could they stare into the abyss with the same unflinching determination as their betters? An unlikely hero. Enter scribe of the Ordo Xenos, Tombis Marden, coddled middle-born son, noble, and once pilot of knight Coramnian Mortis. Tombis is PTSD sufferer, regularly relieving the most horrible moments of his past whenever the warp is near. He may seem fragile, especially at first, but there is a steel corded in his but there is a steel corded in his belly. Despite his fear, he allows run he despite his fear, he always runs towards the fire, never away from it. Even as every fiber of his being screams from him to do otherwise. While the memory of it leaves him haunted, Tombus did gain some unexpected f- something unexpected from the ordeal you see when the cor cormanium mortis fell in flames tombus refused to disconnect his mui miu for hours pilots and machines burned and when the medici finally pulled him screaming from his control throne the machine spirit followed now with a newfound dominion over machinery and an ancient voice in his head he returns home to discover that the mechanicum has unearthed beneath the capital city of herod before it's too late very cool yeah story proposal machine speaker prologue according to the binaric texts of old machine speakers are very rare or so they tell me a twice-born the product of an unintended merging, an ancient machine spirit given flesh. Few, if any, survive the joining for more than a couple of hours. Those that do go mad. In fact, as far as anyone knows, I'm the only one across an infinity of stars still living. You'd think this would make me special, that it would prevent me from ever leaving the skull of Progenium again, a source of study too valuable to endanger with fieldwork. You'd be wrong. Instead, it means I am an asset, conscripted to the Inquisition as a scribe, doomed to travel from one end of the Imperium to another, sent to access the inaccessible and document my findings. It also means I can hear every machine on this blasted ship, all of them, 
and they refuse to give me any peace. I can barely drown them out, even here, where it's noisiest, just above the main thrust tunnels in, the poor ex in this poor excuse for a private room. I've been awake for days, curled up in the scalloped viewport beside my shared bunk, strung out on recaf and fear, trying in vain to get myself so exhausted that I fall asleep before we make it to the edge of the system and translate to the warp. Even as I press my eyes shut and lean my head against the old storm cloak I'd mashed into the glass for a pillow, it's no use. Sleep continues to refuse me. I can't stop obsessing over all the terrible ways to die in the warp, picked apart by barely perceptible horrors as they creep and claw their way through the ship, hunting for an unguarded mind to burrow through and kill us all. I wish I was overthinking it, but I'm not. So, I open my stinging eyes, and I pour over the blessed canadic canticle for the 15th time, but it's no use. The Emperor's prayer stopped bringing me any comfort days ago. I'm wide awake as the Jeller field comes online. In my head, the whispers of ancient machines buzz and click as they agree to distant engine seer's supplications, sealing all void hatches below the command deck. I reach out, interlinking with the servo skull I'd left to guard the door. My head spins as it bobs slightly in its suspensor field before I find my bearings. Beneath it, kneeling on an ornate prayer mat, wreathed with candles, are bodyguard, a Talarn holy man, named Abdul Aziz al-Saraf. He begins to chant softly. I feel my mind receding back into my body as we enter the warp. I try to convince myself that I'm okay, but the combination of events makes me nauseous. My skin crawls as something unseen gnashes its teeth against the hull, and my blood runs when I sense a Jellerfield repeater strain against the pressure. Terrified, I retract my con consciousness from everything I can. It hurts a lot, and I rub the port of the base of my neck for relief. The skin around it is scarred smooth and damp with sweat in my periphery. About half a meter away, beneath the spinning fan, our astropath, Kieran Tarvis, swe sweats and shivers as a warp tester with its unspeakable caress. I imagine the way it screams at her, trying to, its brute, to brute force its poison through her defenses. I notice the way her brow furrows as she resists. To her measurable credit, care never wakes, managing to sleep soundly, even here in the place of nightmares. The ghost of an ancient machine whispers to me from the deepest corner of my mind, trying to calm my nerves. It shows me my brother's face, and the faces of all the sons and daughters of House of Aaron before him. I watch as they weather innumerable campaigns with tight-lipped resolve. It tries to tell me how I'm cut from the same genetic cloth and I need to f and not and need not fear the warp. Eager for reprieve, I try to lose myself for a moment in the glorious victories of my ancestors. Battles won and lost across the countless worlds during the days of the Great Crusade. It matters not. All I hear is another voice. The ghost of my father coming in low on the intervox, repeating a lifetime of barbed critiques. I know it's the enemy searching for purchase in my mind trying to stop me from the line of thinking. I press on. Behind those memories, I see flash of the, flashes of the Barnabas Forge world on Idolus Prime. The engine speakers in their gilded robes anointing my night. I watched the Cormium Motors as I stepped off the line. Before that, there is nothing, and our lines mink, and our lynx minds go blank. For a moment, all is quiet. When I come back to reality, my teeth ache and the taste of copper coats my tongue. I know I'm going to be 
of use to any I know I'm not going to be of use to anyone when we arrive. I say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I need to get some rest, and that means taking drastic measures. From a tiny lockbox stored with my gear, I produce a small packet of Obscure I've laced with tranquilizers and begin rolling it. Karen sits, stirs for a moment, half awake. I blame my grinding teeth. For a second, I freeze, letting her fall back to sleep before I move again. She groans softly at the sudden brightness of my torch. I catch myself smiling as she rolls towards the aft bulkhead, away from the light. I'm still smiling as I take a slow, deep drag. I let the warmth fill my lungs and hold it there until my arm goes numb, numb and the heat becomes unbearable. Then, slowly, I let it out. When I close my eyes again, I'm falling inward, sinking slowly at first, then I'm drowning. That's the bit I hate. No matter how many times I do it, I always, always catches me off guard. Panicked, I fight it all the way down. Once I'm under, I'm grasping for air, trapped in a loop of memories not of my choosing. It's nothing like the casual or symbolic remembrancing of my machine spirit. The drugs engage all my senses, and once again, where I don't want to be, back home on Idealis Secondus, this time in my Scion's throne. My nostrils burn, overwhelmed by the hot stink, days without end linked to the machine. All around me is deafening noise. I squeeze the bolt cannon's trigger in horrified burst until my fingers blister and the magazines run dry. We press our backs against the, we press our backs against the keep wall, standing shoulder to shoulder, Castigator knights sworn to glory in one last heroic st stand. Our vow to the Emperor is only thought left in our minds. No Xenos will breach this keep while keep wall while we still draw breath. Shell dies quickly between blinks. A short-lived scream of the open vox is all that marks her passing. I hold my breath and whispers the Emperor's prayer. I am with you, young master, to the end. The ancient machine mutters. Then the flames come, bursting in from behind the blast hatch. I'm terrified of dying by fire, but that outcome seems unavoidable now. The pain should overwhelm me, but the fire severs the nerves, dulling my response. Still, I can smell my flesh crisping as my left arm sears off in pieces. I scream away out of reflex, the sound pouring out of me unrecognizable as it turns my lungs inside out. I'm still screaming as we transition back to normal space. When I come to, I'm on the deck, cradled in Kara's arms. Cool. Interesting story. Yeah, I... 
it's very cool story. I, I really like it. I love yeah. I always did wonder if you know how when some people are in their nights, kind of the machine gets in their mind. Yeah. I always wondered if you could leave with that with you. I always thought that might make a cool narrative. And uh yeah, I I'm really curious about this story. Like I wanted to read a whole novel on this. Yeah, like it is such a unique idea. And I really like the way that he did do that fusing that it's like this accidental, you know, very superhero-esque where he fell in a vat yeah. of acid, but now he's got powers. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, it's also horrific too. I don't know how <laughs> yeah. it, is, it relates to his uh, thing about the narrative campaign. I was like expecting like all these different shifts and jumps. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe it's just like an aside, like, hey, I was doing this campaign and then this story came up. Yeah. Um, either way, both both things are cool for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh yeah, I really like um even the way it kind of flows this story, but uh I I'm just trying to find the one part that I really liked here. Oh yeah, like the way he describes like kind of tapping into this like machine or whatever. Like and he hears like the echo and the go the the ghost and yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, oh, really cool. There's uh -huh. more to it. It's this is all listed as a prologue, so I imagine there's more to your story. Yeah, I'd love to want, to read more. If you're out there listening. Um, my only thought about this negative is why Ordo Xenos? Um, there's a couple kind of like details in here that were like, okay, I don't feel like you know fully the the minor aspects of 40k. Um, and this was definitely a big one, like. It, he, this, so this guy's whole purpose is like data acquisition, which is super cool and stuff. Um, yeah. I just pulled up kind of the inquisitions I'm scanning here. Uh, like the Ordo Scriptorum monitors Imperial records and communiques. So that guy could be kind of a cool Ordo. You're still an Inquisitor. Um I just like seeing some of these kind of deeper aspects. It's like not everyone's an ultramarine, not everyone's an Ordo Xenos guy, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it, unless there's like a, a good explanation, like there could be a backstory. Maybe, you know, somehow the yeah. Death Watch came across him on a mission and they like adopted him. Or you, yeah. you can make up excuses for it, but it doesn't make sense just as it is. Yeah. Uh, but it's not like the biggest deal. Like there's tons of no. examples. Like we're, uh, we're definitely nitpicking for sure. Yeah, I yeah, that's more just like I I would like to see other Xenos Ordos. I mean Ordos represented. That's just yeah, what. especially more obscure ones like the script form. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be cool all on its own. Very cool story. I hope uh, I will be shooting you an email to uh, then shoot me an email to get more lore. So I hope that you uh, get that. Yeah, we get more. Um, another mini nitpick. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. It's so minor. I don't even know if I should say it. Say it. I love no. it. No, That's never. Here for. Christian. No. no. Don't. What was it? Come on, please. It's just me and you here. I'm not even recording. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, fine. But you can't tell anyone. Do you promise? I won't tell anyone. I promise. Um, his girlfriend there. Hmm. Is she? Like she's either warp touched. Is she? Uh, what makes you? Kind of my understanding because she I'm trying to look for the paragraph um 
Yeah, she's an astropath. Oh, okay. Never mind. It makes sense. I, I was just thinking it was weird how he was bunked with an astropath, but um, if they're like a, a special inquisitorial strike team, never mind. Yeah, then it could it take it back. Be yeah, it could be they could be bunking with anyone. Yeah, exactly. I, I just thought it was strange if he's like this. Yeah, like why he would be with the ship's astropath, but she's not necessarily the ship's astropath. She's yeah. She's just a, on, on a special assignment with the team. Okay, I retract my statements, and I hope this never these comments never reach the light of day. Yeah, they will, but that's neither here <laughs> We don't need it's over to now. We can't go back. We can only go uh, forward. I guess my final thought about this was, uh, dude, smoking warp dust, eh? That's nice. He's <laughs> <laughs> taking hits. I wanted to look up what that was. Um, Obscurum, Obscurus, he called it. Yeah, I feel like he made that Obscura. one up. I remember we did like an episode on drugs in 40k and I don't ever remember that one, but I, you know, there's a billion drugs out there. I like creating your own. And I, I feel like our listeners should go home and try to create their own drugs too. It's a widely used recreational drug among the people of the Imperium of Man. Oh, cool. Oh, it does exist. You lied. I'm a lying. You obviously didn't do very good, uh, good research there. Obscure is widely used through uh, yes, the prohibited for narcotic Christian for the last episode that you <laughs> <here>. <laughs> hold on i'm gonna read i'm we might as well a little a little taste of how things were i'm gonna just yeah, it's a very short let's come page okay obscura is produced it produces a pleasant dreamlike state which lasts for a few hours but then turns into a deep depression once it wears off unless another dose is taken. It is highly addictive and has been known to be smoked and injected directly into the bloodstream. It is found amongst all classes of civilians and military personnel in the Imperium, and many smugglers make a good living by importing and selling the illegal substance. It is found amongst the middle and upper class citizens of the Imperium and is used frequently by the followers of Slanesh in ritualistic activities. Obscura dens are fairly common in heavy populated areas within hives, and are notorious for being frequented area by the less desirables found in every hive. That's so cool. Yeah. So um, he yes. clearly does know his lore there. Buddy. Yeah, I was just about to comment. So yeah, you pull out this deep lore, but then you go with Ordozinos. <laughs> hey, again, technically, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it if you have yeah, a reason. Yeah, yeah no, and I just, yeah. Um, I'm just there, there's just other areas that are worth exploring. It's like if, if every if they only write about ultramarines, right? It's like I want to learn about other stuff. Yeah. So. No, very cool. Very interesting story. I was uh, engaged for sure. Yeah. No, I definitely would read more. Okay. Thanks, Peter, for sharing your lore. If you guys want to share your lore, don't forget you can submit it to lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, you know, Christian's got. I've been told he's got a family, but he won't let me meet his kids. So, you know, but we got to support them either way, whether they're real or not. They still need to eat. They still need I to have eat. like a hundred kids, man. They all need to eat. <laughs> they all need to eat. <laughs> many, many, many wives that all need to eat too. I got different hoes and different area codes. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it with that. See you all next episode. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email 
lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.